This is the story of a brain, a journey of an exuberant mind housed in a well-rounded skull. This is the story of the death of that brain and what happened next. Before he published Leaves of Grass, Walt Whitman had struggled for years as a poet. He understood there was something timeless, something limitless about what it meant to be alive in the world, but he didn't yet have the words. Then he found phrenology. One summer afternoon, a young Whitman crossed the river to Manhattan and made his way to a small storefront at 308 Nassau Street. This was the cabinet of Fowler and Wells, America's most famous phrenologists. By measuring bumps on the skull, they promised to reveal one's truest personality. When Lorenzo Fowler reached into Whitman's curly hair, he discovered a large and perfectly rounded head. Whitman's phrenological chart proved he was exceptional. Amativeness, six. Adhesiveness, six. Self-esteem, six to seven. Phrenology gave Whitman the vocabulary he needed to finish Leaves of Grass. But what can one know of a man from his skull? Not much. Phrenology soon fell out of fashion. Towards the end of the century, a new wave of headhunters appeared, curious surgeons who wanted to remove and preserve the brain itself. Their goal? To pinpoint the location of genius in a celebrated mind. By then, Walt Whitman had suffered a stroke and moved to Camden, New Jersey. As the famous poet lay dying, among his many visitors were a group of Philadelphia surgeons called the Brain Society, who hoped to make his brain the centerpiece of their collection. It's unclear if Whitman intended to donate his brain to science, but this much is certain. No one told his brother George. When the surgeons showed up to collect their prized specimen, George sent them away, but then made the mistake of leaving town. The surgeons returned. They took the brain. Today, the Society's collection of preserved brains sits forgotten in the basement of Philadelphia's Wistar Museum. According to the autopsy report, Whitman's brain should be there too, but it's not. No one really knows what happened to the brain of Walt Whitman. Some say it was dropped in the lab, others that it was slipped into a bag in Camden, ferried across the river, that when it came out, it just wasn't quite the same. But even if the surgeons had saved Whitman's brain, what was it exactly they'd hoped to find? They could have weighed it, measured its lobes, but in the end, the brain men, like the phrenologists, failed to discover what makes us so uniquely, joyfully ourselves. Because if that's what they really truly wanted to know, Whitman's brain had already done its work. Do you know what it is as you pass to be loved by strangers? Oh, to struggle against know? great odds, to meet enemies undaunted. Oh, to attract to by more than attraction. Oh, my soul vibrated back to me from facts, from sight. Oh, to work in mines or forging iron. Oh, adhesiveness. Oh, pulse of my life. 